The age of social media has made the entrepreneur starting a business really the glamour you see after the hard work that's put in. I think the time commitment, I think, you know, a lot of people have great jobs and it's not to talk negatively on it, but they want something else. They want that soft landing. They want to be making 300 grand a year in their current role. They want to start something on the side. They want to continue to work their 50, 60 hours in an office setting. And then all of a sudden they want to be able to jump in once that business starts making the same income to then be able to uh, transition into that, that franchise opportunity, which it can be done, but I feel like it's a smaller chance of succeeding and really not a fit for us. And I think it just puts you in a chance to fail. Welcome to the I Fired My Boss Franchise Podcast. My name is Dan Claps, founder and CEO of Franchise Playbook, a franchisor platform where we create, own, and operate dynamic franchise brands in the mobile services space. And my life's goal is to help people just like you fire their boss and become a business owner. And I'm Christian Dadalak, top franchise consultant and co-founder of Real Franchising, a leading franchise consulting firm. And together, we're on a mission to help people fire their boss, hire themselves, and live the American dream through franchise ownership. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the I Fired My Boss podcast. Happy to be well past 100 episodes. I think this is episode 103, give or take. Thank you for our loyal listeners tuning in. This is Dan Claps, CEO of Voda Cleaning and Restoration, as well as co-host of the I Fired My Boss podcast. Excited to have a special guest on today, my good friend and senior franchise development director, Steve Miller of Voda and Franchise Playbook. Hey, Steve, how are you? How's it going, Dan? Really pumped uh, to be here. I appreciate you letting me jump on and uh, really uh, excited to uh, dive into today's podcast. Yeah, man. I've been excited to have you on because, you know, listeners can already tell you've got a uh, a voice for radio. He's got a face for TV too, but he's got the radio voice. So uh, I think podcasting's in your future, man. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Um, again, I've I followed you actually, you know, when we first met, I, I, uh, did a lot of snooping around with your, your podcast and your content prior to agreeing to join on with franchise playbook. So, um, definitely something that I, I look forward to continuing to do with you here. Um, as we, uh, as we build out this company. Yeah, man. Well, I guess to start, you know, why don't you just give the audience a bit about you, your background, your role in Voda? Yeah. So, um, a little bit of background on me. Um, you know, I, I've had a career mainly in uh, sales and sales management, business development. Uh, started my career off in the pharmaceutical space out of college. Um, and, and from there, graduated uh, to um, the med device industry. Uh, and then from there, I really, um, you know, after having a president's club under my belt, I, I felt like I, I wanted to, you know, try um, being out on my own. And uh, from there, uh, Joined a couple of different startup opportunities as a co-founder. Um, you know, definitely had a lot of lessons along the way. Um, did have one company that did have a successful acquisition. Um, you know, in, in 2018. Um, but again, it was just that that entrepreneur spirit. I loved working on small teams, and I love uh, building. So um, yeah, from there, you know, as I'm trying to find my next uh, adventure in this, I actually had looked at franchising for myself and was kind of a target for a consultant during uh, my previous uh, career transition. And, um, you know, one of uh, my buddies who's a executive recruiter uh, connected us 
And um, yeah, it was it was interesting. The first day, right? I'll never forget this call, you and we got this call scheduled, and uh, you kind of blew me off. So I was like, "What's <laughs> what's going on here?" Like, you know, my buddy set this up. It's from there, I did a lot of research on you, and then after that, it was uh, like you said, everything happens for a reason. I think me diving into home services on the first front, you know, your background, and I think. Um, your expertise in in the franchising space. Uh, again, joking around, you know, like to call you LGD, Lee Gen Dan. I, I definitely thoroughly vetted that uh, through the couple, three weeks of courting. Uh, felt really good about joining you. And then again, uh, as your credit as a leader, I, I think the the transparency and feedback and, you know, just, I, I love working on teams. You know, I played team sports my whole life. I think uh, as as competitive people, we always look for that where you got, you know, guys on either side that you can, you know, essentially going the to to battle with um and and this is more of the the corporate setting but you know we've had a lot of hard works but we're having a great time and I think um I'm I'm just so excited for for our future and you know we were talking about it last night you know we had playbook you know had members join the team you know acquired the business you know we were trying to get that first unit under our belt and uh now here sitting at uh you know 13 units with hopefully some more coming in the following week it was a, a good moment to reflect, but you know, this is a, a day by day thing, but it's always good to to reflect and see kind of where you've been at and uh, the road that we've traveled. Yeah, dude. You know, it's interesting. Like if you're listening to this and you're, you're a franchise owner or you're thinking about building a business, you know, building a team is everything. Like, you know, Steve and I, we work together. It's, it's fun. It's easy. You know, we're both alpha kind of personalities, dominant or, you know, big personalities, if you will. And so, you know, do we butt heads sometimes? Absolutely. But what I love about that is the fact that we are able to have caringly candid conversations. We care about each other beyond work. We've become friends. And that allows us to be able to say, hey, dude, like, listen, you're doing X, Y, Z. Don't be offended, but I think you could change that. I care about you. Let's fix it. And that's mostly toward me. Not to <laughs> well, it's great. As we were talking about uh, yesterday at our discovery day. We, we're, we're Northeasterners, right? And so uh, we're a little bit more direct at each other. And the other Midwest guys on our team are, are looking at it like, man, these, these guys are like going to kill each other. And it's just, again, uh, famous quote from IFA, right? Drew Brees, it's, uh, you know, the best teams I've been a part of um, are the teams that care. And again, it's just us wanting to have the the goal that we want this this company to really succeed uh, as, a, as a platform and then for our franchisees. And so there's, there's a lot of passion behind that. And uh, yeah, a lot of butting heads, but it's, uh, you know, over the coming on a year that we've met, we've, we've grown really close. And again, been, been working together and in, in kind of the, the trenches together, building this out. And, you know, there's always going to be those hard times, but I think, you know, uh, to your credit as a leader, um, I think a lot of other CEOs um, with some of the things that I've said to you on feedback would take offense to it. And, and you've taken it and uh, been very transparent. And that is kind of the culture we've built where we have everybody on the teams from the, 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 you know, the members on, on my team too, as well, that give me feedback and we encourage it. And I think that helps us grow as a team. And, and that really starts with you uh, kind of building out the culture, which is, which has been great. And it's definitely unique. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, Steve, let me ask you a question, you know, as you lead development for franchise playbook and for, you know, voter cleaning and restoration, um, what are you finding is the most candid conversations you have to have with prospective franchise owners? Like what's the you know, major truth that people maybe come into franchising, not knowing, and you feel like, you know, people should know. Yeah. I mean, there, there's several things, right? I think, um, the age of social media has made the entrepreneur 
starting a business, really the glamour you see after the hard work that's put in. I think the time commitment, I think, you know, a lot of people have great jobs and it's not to talk negatively on it, but they want something else. They want that soft landing. They want to be making 300 grand a year in their current role. They want to start something on the side. They want to continue to work their 50, 60 hours in an office setting. And then all of a sudden they want to be able to jump in once that business starts making the same income to then be able to uh, transition into that, that franchise opportunity, which it can be done, but I feel like it's a smaller chance of succeeding and really not a fit for us. And I think it just puts you in a chance to fail. And, and for me, going through some trials and tribulations as an entrepreneur myself, um, I, I really feel for that. And for, for us, we're here to help change people's lives. And I think a lot of people look at owning a business to take that next evolution in their career uh, personally and, and financially. And, you know, for us, I think what we really do care, we really do care about our franchisees and making sure that we're giving them uh, the, the, the path to be successful on. The other thing that I think is um, as people are looking at the item seven, especially people that are looking at buying an existing business, a lot of times they look at the upfront cost of a franchise as we are essentially cutting a check for $170,000 to Voda Cleaning and Restoration. As in, that is a, a revenue for us. And uh, as you break down the, the item seven in the FDD, you know, there is a franchise fee. But the rest is really the the cost of running the business uh, up front and for that first three months. You know, we do a great job of leveraging our uh, buying power as a franchise and use economies of scale to get you guys the best pricing on each individual vendor. But that is not a revenue stream for us. And I think sometimes that's a lot of misconception, especially people that are looking at buying uh, an existing business. And again, anyone that's ever spent money on development uh, of themselves, you know, gone to a uh, a sales course or an operations course, you know, that franchise fee becomes pretty minimal as you look into what uh, a franchise is going to provide you and the mentorship that you're going to get with guys that have done what you want to do in, in the past. And, and I think that looking at it that way um, is great. And then, you know, I was reading something uh, today on LinkedIn about the networking that you know, think about you're your tapping into a network of other franchisees that are at, you know, about the same or better economic situation with you. And, and you're all part of business owners together and the countless value in that. And I think truly people have to understand that franchising is a, a true partnership between the franchisor and the franchisees. And it's a community. And I think that's some of the biggest misconceptions when they're looking at uh, franchising uh for an, uh, an investment opportunity. I, I also think, Steve, you know, what, what you have a unique uh, perspective because although our company, Voda, is growing at a rate like many brands that are represented by like FSOs or franchise sales organizations, which are, you know, great too, but you're in the operations. You're on every single leadership team call, operations call. You're aware of the, the hires we're making uh, operationally. You're interfacing with franchise owners that are part of our franchise system that you awarded territory to and asking for feedback and then pushing that feedback up to the leadership team. I think that gives you a really unique ability to do development because operations and development are talking to each other, not just talking. I mean, they're fully in, in, in you know, ingrained with each other. And that allows you to be just such a better development director. If you're listening to this and you're a franchise development director, which we've got a lot of people that listen to this for that type of background, do that, get involved with your franchise or no CEO or operations leader of a franchise, or at least no good one. 
will ever say to you, hey, dude, stop asking us about operations. Real development directors get involved in the business because they understand that their involvement is key. One of the most important roles in a franchise system is the development director. You know, we here right now we're, we have Discovery Day that Steve and I took a quick break from to to do this. We've got seven phenomenal franchise owners, uh, potential franchise owners here who all match our core values of grit, tenacity, uh, student mentality, uh, transparency, caringly candid, going the extra mile, and you know, adaptable adaptability. They're worded differently than I just said, but they all. F- follow that core value system. And that's because Steve is intentional with turning people away that don't. And so his role is so important in the organization. And so if you're a franchise development director, realize how important the seat you're in, take the time, call your CEO, say, let me get more involved and go into the field, hanging out with franchisees, you know, doing jobs, whatever it takes, that's going to make you a stronger franchise development director. Um, all right. I know we got to wrap up here because we're going to go back to the discovery day, but Steve, any uh, parting words you want to leave with the audience? Yeah, I mean, um, I think we we talked about this before. I think for all the directors out there, this, um, you know, is, you know, the, coming on, this is my first time in the development role. And again, just uh, extremely grateful for Zach and Dan putting me in this position. But I think for all the other directors uh, listening to this, I, I am going to start up a uh, a hotline for us to call in and, and vent. But I just want to say, you know, it, it's an interesting role where you're getting more no's than yeses. But for everybody out there, just getting out there. And I look forward to connecting with more people. I, I love learning and, and everyone in this space has been great and helping me through this journey. Um, same with Dan. So looking forward to jumping on uh, in future podcasts. But thanks again for having me. You're f***ing fired. If you want to say those words to your boss, make sure you head on over to ifiredmybosspodcast.com and fill out the form to schedule a no-cost consultation. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend who might also want to fire their boss. 